0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: So we could take a look at the AL Cy Young market, and I brought this up earlier. So I was looking; I was really bored over the weekend, um, and I saw that ESPN. So there's so many different Cy Young predictors, and there's different metrics, obviously, and everybody kind of has, uh, you know, their different lists and whatnot, but. Looking at the betting market and looking at what um, ESPN has for their Cy Young predictor, I just thought it was really interesting. So if you go into the futures market over at BetMGM and you scroll down to awards, you'll see Shane McClanahan is now plus 250, race pitcher to win AL Cy Young. And he's been awesome. He's been lights out all season. Justin Verlander is four to one. Alec Manoa is plus 550. He's been great. And then you got Garrett Cole, who's eight to one. I'd want a better price, especially since he's not even the best starter in the Yankees rotation. Dylan Cease. He's plus twelve hundred for the Chicago White Sox. Kevin Gossman's fifteen to one. Shane Beaver's twenty to one. Otani twenty to one. And Nestor Cortez is twenty to one. That would probably be my cutoff point. But it's funny to see Verlander still at that price. And maybe you wait a week. Maybe you wait two weeks and hope that McClanahan just continues to be lights out. But if you go to ESPN and you look at their MLB Cy Young predictor for the two thousand and twenty two season, which is updated right now, they actually have Justin Verlander number one. So 14 starts, he's went 89 innings, 89 and one third, given up only 22 earned runs coming off a season where he didn't pitch Tommy John surgery. He's like 55 years old, 84 strikeouts, a nine and three record. And he has a two, two, two ERA. Number two is not Shane McClanahan. He's all the way down to number four. And again, this doesn't mean a whole lot. He has 123 strikeouts already this season, an eight and three record and a one seven, seven ERA. That's mm. why you, that's the price. Number two, though, they have Clay Holmes.
2: I know. I'm looking for the odds on this, and I can't even find them. They don't exist. There is no odds for Clay Holmes on the BetMGM app.
1: And we talked about this. I mean, we've talked about you know relief pitchers, or is it possible for a closer uh, to win a Cy Young? And probably not. I play one every single year. I went in the NL, though. Obviously, we talked about it a million times, and I went with Josh Hader. But, yeah, it's not even on the market right now, which I find funny because ESPN has them number two. Then they go down, and um, that's where it gets interesting, because at number three, they actually have Manoa. And I, I, I've i heard some different people talk about this as well that are close with the Rays organization, just that if McClanahan, that, that, like, he may not he may not make every start this the second half of report? the season. This is no. an inside
2: report? This is Ryan. He's he's at. Ryan Walsh, bomb. But,
1: but like, he's at right now. He's at 91 innings already, 91 and one third, right? He's got 123 strikeouts. He's a strikeout pitcher. Let's say maybe the Rays are out of contention. The problem is like with the expanded postseason, now everybody makes the damn playoffs. But if they're going to rest him, if he's not going to make every start, or if he's going to be on a pitch count, even if he's only going five, six innings, and you have a guy like Verlander who still even at his age wants to go seven, eight innings every start, or you have a guy like Manoa, let's say Toronto, I mean, Who do you trust more the second half of the season making a run? Well, you know. Toronto or Tampa Bay? Uh,
2: Probably Toronto.
1: So I even think like Manoa would be better a better look. Or Logan Gilbert for Seattle, like if you want to go down the list. But, I mean, McClanahan's plus 250 for a reason. He has been awesome. I bet the Rays every single start. I go first five under. No run first inning anytime he's out there. But it's just crazy that it's only June. And he's plus 250, and you could still get four to one with Verlander. I'd probably wait a week or two. I'd want like five to one, six to one with him. Hell, I'd want eight to one where you're getting Garrett Cole. Who would you go with as far as like a value pick? Because I still think eight to one is a good number for Garrett Cole and uh, Manoa plus 550 as well.
2: I think Garrett Cole is just, he just had too many early outing hiccups where that's been you know, maybe national news in a place it wouldn't be if he wasn't a Yankee.
1: And you don't trust him in the big game. And,
2: like, that's that's the storyline. And yeah. I know that those storylines play into whether you win awards. And maybe Garrett Cole has some incredible starts at the end of the year where it ends up becoming, like, front and center of the voter's mind. But to me, I just probably wouldn't bet on Garrett Cole maybe out of principle. I like Verlander. I would take, if I could get a plus 550, he's been out of his mind. Yeah. And on top of that, I feel coming off of Tommy John surgery and doing this to be literally one of the leaders in the clubhouse to win AL Cy Young at his age and the Astros to be as good as they've been. It looks like they have some of the best, you know, maybe top three, top four starters in baseball right now, right along with the Yankees. And Justin Verlander is probably the best of them all. And I, and I know that includes uh, Christian Javier who pitched a no hitter. So, Verlander probably just sticks out in my mind. I would love a better price. Probably would not take Nestor Cortez. I think Nestor Cortez is going to run into maybe a couple of week bad bump stretch. Like he's already started it. Um, probably not Gosman. Probably not Otani just because he won the MVP last year.
1: And I'd worry about the, because in- what you're going to want to look at the second half of the season, Well, the the whole season is like last year when we were trying to make the case for Urias for the Dodgers, the problem yep. was that he didn't have enough innings pitched. You know, and if you look at it, because I was trying to make the case for maybe a Tony Gonsolin, who's been he's nine and zero right now with a one five eight ERA, but the problem is he's only pitched seventy four innings, whereas Sandy Alcantara, yeah, hundred and six yeah. and one third already in every start, he's going seven eight innings. The strikeout numbers are there, so that's what you're going to want to look at is who's striking out the most batters. Like win loss, that doesn't matter anymore. This isn't nineteen ninety six innings strikeouts. And Verlander, 89 and one third. McClanahan, 91 and one third. And they have pretty much identical records. The difference is McClanahan's ERA is much lower.
2: Here's another one. Dylan Seats. If you're looking at him, that number's plus 1,200. Not a particularly sexy name, but if you're looking at stats alone, he's only pitched 81 innings and he has 121 strikeouts, which is only two less strikeouts than Shane McClanahan, who's pitched a full 10, 10 and one third innings more than him. He only has... He has th- only three more hits. He has only three more hits off of uh, McClanahan than uh, than in 81 innings. So I kn- I know that's not necessarily as good, and the earned runs are a little bit worse for you know 10 less innings. But still, um, he's throwing heat. That'd be an interesting one. And I know that like the White Sox aren't great, but maybe if they make a little run, that could get some steam.
1: Yeah, and he's my favorite pitcher to back. Um, so I don't hate that. And then. The other thing that I was going to bring up really quickly is you see Garrett Cole because uh, who would you rather place a bet on? Because Nestor Cortez, look at the numbers, right? He's got a lower ERA, two five one compared to the two ninety nine for Garrett Cole. He um, has the same record pretty much. Cole six and two, Cortez is six and three. I've trusted Cortez a little bit more this season, but he's only went seventy nine innings compared to the eighty seven and one third for Garrett Cole. Who would you rather place a bet on? Because I just I thought that that was kind of crazy seeing Cortez all the way down. Um, you see Garrett Cole at 8-1, to one, and then you see Cortez. He's all the way at, jeez, 20-1 to one right now.
2: Yeah, I think those odds have moved as Nestor Cortez has had a couple of bad games. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and look at, see what he's done in the last three starts. It hasn't been great. Uh, it's now like getting written about in the New York Post about command issues being mm. the root of his rough patch. Um, I want to say he got shelled three straight consecutive outings, two times with uh, our man Higashioka. Uh, as his catcher, and then once last game with uh, with Trevino as his catcher there. So let me just look at his game logs just to make sure that we got that straight. So okay, so June 26th uh, against Houston, we know that that wasn't great. Five innings pitched, uh, five hits, three earned runs, one homer, uh, not ideal. And then before that against Tampa Bay, four and one thirds inning, uh, four and one third innings pitched, four earned runs, three homers. Uh, did okay against Tampa Bay, the the outing before that. Only three hits, five and one third inning, and and one earned run. But before that, against Minnesota, that was the game that wasn't great. Seven, uh, Four and one third innings, seven hits, four earned runs, two homers. So it's been three out of four starts here, mostly in the month of June, that it hasn't been great. Obviously, he had that amazing start against the Angels. But since that Angels start in uh, the beginning of the month, it's been a little bit rocky.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm staying away from both of those guys. The other like the value pick that I would have, and again, I don't want to do anything with the Seattle Mariners. They're dead to me. But uh, Logan Gilbert is 35 to one. But again, the only thing that concerns me are the quality starts because I feel like he never goes six innings. Like look at what he did Saturday against the Angels. He only gives up three runs, gives up nine hits, which was a season high. So you don't expect that every start. And uh, had seven strikeouts. Again, the hits were a season high. The ERA though, two forty four. The WHIP is one oh nine. And the strikeout numbers are ridiculous. 15 starts. And if you're going to play at 35 to 1, I'd play it before he makes that start this week against the A's because I think he could probably go 6-7 against them. But if he was going 6-7 innings even every start, I think that that would be worth a 35 to 1 shot. But I think the best bet on the board and the price isn't beautiful, but Justin Verlander 4-1 to 1, would probably agree, be the way man. that I would go. And it's a great story. Um, you know, McClanahan doesn't go the doesn't go the innings. Right. Yeah. I mean, coming back from Tommy John surgery at his age. And the other thing is if the Astros are going to win 98, 100 games or whatever, they're going to end up winning this season and they're going to win the division, which they're going to win. They pretty much have already won that division and it's only June. Um,
2: yeah, so Verlander, uh, third best ERA has pitched, uh, 89 and one thirds innings, So the, the amount of innings is there. The strikeout number is down um down to 84. That's the one thing that I think probably that the odds makers are looking at and saying, "Okay, we'll give him the third fourth best odds." But our second best odds, I guess. I, I I still like Verlander. If you can get a better number, maybe you do that. But um in terms of ERA, innings pitch, strikeout, all those combinations outside of the, the overall favorite and Shane McClanahan, McClanahan, who has been absolutely insane. Like, 123 strikeouts, 91 and a third innings pitch, and a 177 ERA. Yeah. He's leading in strikeouts. He's leading... Uh he's like at least to the top of the top in terms of innings pitched and has the best ERA in all of baseball. Like it makes sense that he is chalky.
1: Yeah. And again, the ESPN Cy Young predictor means nothing. They got Verlander, Clay Holmes, Manoa, McClanahan, uh, Logan Gilbert, Frambert Valdez, mm-hmm. uh, Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, and then Martin, uh, or Martin Perez, I always call him Martin Perez, so Martin do I. Perez, who's only went 93 and one third, though. But, I mean, they're not always accurate. Like, for example, well, like, he only
2: has 77 strikeouts in right, that
1: period. Right, right. And last year, their predictor ended with Liam Hendricks being the uh, AL Cy Young, who they would have. Garrett Cole was number three. They had Robbie Ray all the way down to number five, and he won the award. They actually had Urias at number one. The problem was last season, he only pitched 185 innings compared to a guy like Walker Buehler, who's on his team, who went 207. So that's the thing. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.